What's up, what it do, man? It's your boy, Dead Gamer, aka Player One, the guy himself. And welcome to another episode of The Gamers Den. If this is your first time here, this is the show where I go over video game news, tech news, and a little bit of everything else. We start this thing off with a thing called Quick Hits. Now, before we get into Quick Hits, I've been going for about a month, two months, in real time and that's a long time to not be putting out episodes of the show and things of that nature now i do have and or already by the point in time this episode has been uploaded i've already put out the next episode because i had it pre-recorded so you're probably wondering what i've been doing where i've been and what happened so i'll dive into that a little bit um you know about two months ago i have so y'all know me i have the best and worst concept of time about two months ago you know, things were supposed to be a certain way, right? And in uh, in the person I was in, uh, how can I put this? Functioning with, the person I was functioning with, things didn't happen as planned, right? Things didn't go as planned and how I planned it out. And it was just, and it turned into a whole, it turned into a whole situation. So it turns into this whole situation and I ultimately made a choice a life choice you know I ultimately made a life choice and and I and I just stuck with it and been sticking with it ever since and I was kind of on the fence of continuing the show not continuing the show because I was or was not seeing support that I wanted to see but what I'm gonna tell y'all now is I didn't see the, the episode 42 numbers and and, and I just want to preface what I'm about to say with I'm not a numbers guy I mean yeah I look at my numbers we all look at our numbers even if we not really you know doing stuff for you know the the fame and clout or whatever whatever the reason a person may do something for it's just you know i i have thoughts i have opinions whatever the case and i'll put this stuff out and i'm creative it's all all i do is create all my life i've been creating so i digress i looked at the numbers and i haven't uploaded another episode of the gamers being audio wise in over a year or almost a year and somehow it was up 33%. I'm like, like that. it took me by surprise. So I'm just like, yo, that's crazy. And it's something that's been happening over the past year is, you know, I've been getting like, or is something that happened where, oh, somebody was actually like, oh, hey man, I enjoy what you're doing. I, you know, I like what you're doing and they showed appreciation. And this situation was um, that I'm referencing now was of a fan of my of my music previously so not more of my newer music but my older music so this is my 2013 to 2016 run just about um and they like we talked they left comments and stuff like that and what happened was um you know it was just like wow i'm really i'm i, I like you know i really appreciate that and it was right at a moment where I felt like, you know what? I should just go ahead and stop. I should just go ahead and stop doing this. I'm gonna just go ahead and stop doing this and just fall in line with the rest of the world, do whatever. I, I Maybe I should stop. Maybe this is a sign I should stop and then something to pop up or I'll come across something and it's like, all right, I should keep going. I should keep going. I should keep going. So once I saw these numbers for the podcast, just this one particular episode, I'm like, well, damn, I've done the disservice not only to myself, but to the fans and to the people who listen and enjoy this, who've been watching this and the people all over the world. So myself and y'all deserve better and more from me. I, I'm going to take that accountability. You know, we all go through things in life. We all deal with things in life and we have to go through them. And that's and that's just what it is. You have to go through them. There's no stopping it. I wouldn't recommend sedating yourself. I mean, unless that's something you have to do, I mean, go ahead, but still, one way or another, you're gonna have to deal with that. I've dealt with a lot of things over the year. Yeah, over the year specifically, and you know, some things I'm able to process quick and it's like, all right, it's whatever, it really wasn't that much. And some things is heavier. So, um, you know, I had, you know, it, it's been a lot the first, this first leg of the year, but nonetheless I, I did make some type of progress and at the end of the day you know 
my message to anybody who listens to my show who who listens and does anything that that involves my content or what i do so whether this is watches my content watches my youtube listens to my podcast play games with me or you know it's me but you know whatever it is keep going that's that's my message so just know when i'm on here i'm on this microphone i'm on the airwaves y'all watching and seeing the visual version just know that my message to you is to keep going and don't give up just keep keep going i know it can get hard at times i know it can get tough at times but you have to keep going don't stop can't stop won't stop don't stop all right don't do that if it's anything i just I just want to inspire you to keep going and that's that's just pretty much all it needs to be so i didn't talk for you know a good little while now <laughs> it talked about six minutes but if you've been a listener you know how we rock you know how i'm rocking over here quick hits ain't even quick hits no more but it's quick hits <laughs> so uh oh, oh yeah before we even get into it on the visual experience for the for the visual people for the people watching on hideout on rumble on youtube for the people watching you now see Venmo, a Venmo QR code on the screen. The Venmo QR code is there to make it easier for you to donate to me or to donate to the show. That way it can keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. I've know I've had PayPal links before, currently another Venmo link, you know what I'm saying? But I know y'all enjoy this and I enjoy making these, like just flat out, I enjoy making these. Now don't worry, don't worry. I'm not about to sit here and all in with already scam y'all. Don't don't think that, cause that's not what's going on. I'm not here to scam y'all. I'm not going here. I'm not going to jug y'all. You know what I'm saying? I I rather jug a finesse with y'all, not on y'all. All right? That's just not what's happening. That's not what I'm doing over here. You know, it's just I'm I, I need you know you gotta get you know what it is, man. <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, though, uh, in all seriousness, though. Um, the QR code is there and it will be on the screen when I go big screen and when I go uh, when we do the transitions so you can take your phone out take a QR code scanner scan the um, oh man my, uh, my light went out for the visual version um yeah you can oh well, if it's just no light <laughs> um you can scan the QR code and it'll take you to Venmo and you can just donate to Venmo and you can even uh, send a little message with Venmo. So if you want to uh, send a comment or something, whatever, whatever, I will read it on the next episode. So say this episode now you see it, you scan the QR code and you want to say, hey, what's up? Or you want to just, you know, say something or you want me to shout out, you know, shout you out or whatever, whatever it could possibly be on the show. Go ahead, scan the QR code, you know, send a couple dollars, whatever, say what you need to say, and then I'll read it if it's appropriate. You know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna be reading everything because you know we you know we got some cuckoo people out here in the world. I ain't reading everything. Y'all be wildin'. I, I'm trying to get monetized. I ain't trying to get demonetized. Like listen to me. I'm I'm all for a moral standing and all that, but I'm also in the for-profit business. We are not getting shut down over here. Me not getting shut down over here you watching this look listen me and you we not getting shut down over here <laughs> all right so that is something new that is going to be on the screen but with that being said finally let's get into it and i'm gonna go over this real quick because there is a um there is some topics we need to get to headline reads can an electric bicycle rider legally drive in the bike lane? So, you all know I go over e-bike news, tech news, and I have an e-bike myself. So, not only do I keep up on it personally and I read more than read more than just what I show on the show, but also, you know, bring it to the attention of other people who think about getting e-cars or e-vehicle, e-bike, whatever it is. So, let's just go ahead and um, get into it. So... Yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. Let me scroll up. Let me scroll up. Electric bicycles are quickly becoming a part of life in parts of Washington State as a popular form of transportation. 
According to a recent study, leaving behind the old-fashioned mode of simply pedaling and replacing it with high-speed exploits that can sometimes see an electric bicyclist going as fast as a car. So that is true, you know. You some of these bikes are street legal. The bike I have is not street legal, so it'd be considered like class one, class two. It's it's not street legal, but you have these bikes where they go 20 plus miles an hour and they can keep up with a car. So, you know, the line can get blurred if you don't know what class the bike falls into or if you don't know how fast your bike does or does not go and you just got an e-bike for the sake of getting one. Continuing on here. But if cars aren't allowed to cross into a bicycle lane unless entering or exiting driveways, why are these e-bikes permitted to fly down the bicycle lane and endanger those on ordinary bikes? In some cases, they're not, which is true. You know, in some cases they're they're not, and in some cases they are, but they're gonna not be, they're gonna not be more than they are, right? Because as they explain in this article, people can pedal and go up to 20 miles an hour. And I'll even read it. Washington Code also states that electric bicycles must have a power output of no more than 750 watts. The average bicycle rider can ride at around 15 miles per hour while someone who regularly rides in trains can hit 20 miles an hour, meaning someone on an electric bike can hit those speeds without even trying. So the bike I have, I go a maximum of 15 miles an hour. I, if I'm going 20, I'm going downhill. I have to be going downhill or I just have to be going straight for so long and I'm either holding that consistent 15 miles an hour or I'm just slowly over time picking up speed. And um, obviously, you know, you watch the Olympics, you watch bicycle, you watch the, the sport of cycling and stuff like that. You know, people is getting up to 20 plus miles an hour on bikes, 25, possibly even 30 miles an hour on bikes. So it's not unheard of of a human doing that on a bike. It's just that now when you put a motor, you slap a motor on your bike, that's when the conversation starts to change a little bit. Continuing on here. Unless your city has specific e-bike e laws, Washington code, default Washington code is that class one and two e-bikes can go anywhere a regular bicycle can, including bike lanes and sidewalks. Class three e-bikes are restricted from sidewalks and shared use pathways such as bike lanes, but are permitted on the sidewalk if there is no other safe option. So that's what I do, right? Now, where around where I'm at and some of the places I do travel on my bike, I do and don't ride in the bike lane if the bike lane exists. So a lot. So right now the bike lane doesn't exist. So I'll ride on the street or on the side of the street. And if you ride a bike in general, you know, you will ride on the side of the white line a little bit or you will dip to the street, speed down real quick and hop back on. And that's what I do. I, but I primarily ride on the sidewalk just out of pure safety. You know, when you in any type of vehicle, safety first, first and foremost. So make sure you ready to go and you protect it no matter what you do, no matter what you riding. And yeah, that's what I do. I, I stay, if anything, I ride in the bike lane and then I get off if I feel like the travel is becoming unsafe because there's too many cars on the road or it's a big truck on the road or the bike lane in the actual street is too close. I don't, there's not enough space in between which could also be a problem. So um, y'all might be thinking, what's a class one, two, and three e-bike? So um, I'll go ahead and read it for y'all. Class one, an e-bike that only provides assistance when the rider pedals and ceases to assist once the bicycle reaches 20 miles per hour. Class two, an e-bike where the motor can be used to propel the bicycle even without pedaling, but it does not assist once the bike reaches 20 miles per hour. Class three, the final class, an e-bike where the motor only provides assistance when the rider pedals, but assists up to 28 miles per hour and is also equipped with a speedometer. So yes, some of these e-bikes do come with speedometers and just they come with meters in general. That way you can see how fast you're going. Because at that point, once you hit class three, you're street legal, meaning you don't have to ride in the bike lane, but you can ride in the bike lane. So you essentially ride on a motorcycle, essentially. Essentially. So, um, yeah, you know, just wanted to talk about that real quick. You know what I'm saying? We get that out the way and just, um, 
you know, let everybody know that when you get an e-bike, you do have to know the law and you do have to know what are the do's and the don'ts. Now, as far as the question posed, can an electric bicycle rider legally drive in the bike lane? Yes. It, no, I'm pretty sure no matter where you live in the world, in your city, your town, your state, your country, the land you're on is built up so much to where you have bike lanes, e-cars, e-bikes, etc. I'm I'm pretty sure it goes without saying that you can ride in the bike lane with the e-bike because it's still a bike. And because as y'all heard different classes, depending on what kind of e-bike you have, you have to ride in the bike lane or you have to ride on the sidewalk. And using me as an example, I ride on the sidewalk if I cannot ride in the bike lane or in the street safely. Other than that, I'm always 100% riding on the sidewalk. Just beware of dips and cracks in the sidewalk because some of these places out here is fucked up. <laughs> All right, they, they messed up out here. They messed up out here. Now, because you know, I uh, did I did us a disservice. We now I'm not gonna hit y'all with no um, I'm not gonna hit hit y'all with no commercials or no promos on the comeback episode. We're gonna blow through this and we're gonna get it in. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, let's get into the second thing in quick hits. Headline reads: Sony being sued for five billion dollars and or five billion pounds over PlayStation Store prices. Now, this is kind of breaking news at the current point in time. So it's the, it's August 22nd. This is kind of breaking news. So I figured we could go over this and I'll lightly touch on it. Sony is being sued for 5 billion pounds, $5.9 billion. Okay, y'all could have just rounded that off to six. But digress, I continue on. They're being sued over the price of its online PlayStation Store prices which the plaintiff claiming Sony is overcharging consumers and abusing its position as the primary seller of PlayStation games digitally. As reported, consumer rights advocate Alex Neal, the ex-managing director of nonprofit consumer advice organization, which UK, is leading the legal action and said the game is up for Sony PlayStation. The lawsuit filed with the Competition Appeal Tribunal on August 19th states that consumers have been overcharged for digital purchases of games and DLC as Sony is charging a 30% commission. So, um, yeah, this raises a lot of questions. This raises a lot of questions on what should we be paying for games? And this just has been a thing over the past few years now where where uh, you know they've been talking about increasing the standard price of games from the, re the regular $60 retail to $70. This is all in that same pool of conversation. Um, so what I think is happening here, I think it's just the, the compound factor of everything going on in the real world, right? You got inflation going on in some places around the world. Some economies are failing and falling around the world right now. You have a lot of other things happening in the world right now and some people are financially impacted which may or may not contribute to one one's situation and effectiveness to buy a game now that's understandable but does that mean you're being overcharged not necessarily but if you have the facts and the data and the numbers to back this up remember this is quick hit so i'm not gonna go too to deep dive and hard body into this then that's one thing you have the facts you have the information you have the data to prove that hey they're marking up prices or they are just charging way more than they should now on the business side of things as of right now my bad that's a, a car in the background as of right now we know the chip shortage may or may not be a thing still we know the the video game landscape is just changing in itself the summertime is one of those times where gaming, as far as the consumption, gets lower versus any other time of the year. Especially if you live in a part of the world where you get the summertime and you're out for two, three, four, five months, almost about five months at a time. You're not inside playing the house as much. So that could also be a factor playing into them 
marking up prices or overcharging. But the thing is, this is their product. This is their creation. If they choose to want to make something cost $5,000, they can do that. They have the discretion to do that because they're the ones who created the product. So they can, they can set the price for whatever they want. They can do that, you know, but is there a fair and an unfairness to this? Yes, there is. But we're going to save that for a whole nother deep dive. So I keep my eyes on this. I would definitely keep my eyes on this. And that's going to do it for quick hits. If you made it this far, man, make sure you hit that like button and subscribe. If you're watching on Hideout, YouTube, or Rumble, no matter if it's this episode, the next episode, or the previous one, make sure you do that and you hit that like button and you subscribe and you tap in with the guy. Hit them links in the description and turn up with me because we're going on. And make sure you also subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash devthegamer. You should see an icon with a guy with a black man with glasses on, fly fly black tracksuit with white stripes on it, no Adidas. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, tap in over there. I'm still uploading content, still uploading gaming content. Uh, I'm starting back up live streaming now. I mean, it's so much to talk about. So, you know, definitely tap in with me over there. We playing random games and all kinds of stuff right now. I think right now I'm going to be playing Darksiders and Scott Pilgrim and Outriders. So we'll be rotating through those games as of right now you know what i'm saying we will definitely be doing that so let's get into it with the main topic topic and when i say this right the main topic this shit bugged me excuse my language for the sensitive ears this bothered me i was i've been looking for an episode that i've done right maybe y'all know what i'm talking about because i'm pretty sure i talked about this and i talked about what we about to talk about now and i'm trying to find clips trying to find clips trying to find clips because i was going to make like a promo clip or i was going to put something up and be like see look i told y'all i told y'all i told y'all but something better landed on my plate so with that being said we're going to hop into this main topic and i'm gonna let y'all know and we're gonna go over this and y'all gonna see what's going down so let's get into it headline reads Crafting Incorporated unveils virtual influencer Anna and provides a snapshot of future content. Now, they Anna started to make noise back in June. So this is a couple months ago. And they just had screenshots, right? And, you know, she looked it really real. I was like, whoa, like these graphics is crazy. And this is like a VR star. Now, mind you, before we... um. Actually, I gotta keep going. We, I gotta get into this because it's not gonna make sense unless I get into it, right? So let's just get into it. Crafting Incorporate with with Crafting Incorporated seeking to expand its areas of business beyond gaming, the company has previously unveiled images of its first virtual human, Anna, in June. As a follow-up to her introduction, Crafting has officially revealed more details around what's next for its virtual denizen. Starting today, viewers can get a sneak peek inside her daily life with the launch of Anna's YouTube channel and Instagram account. Now, now, we're going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there to pick up where I left off. I thought I already talked about this, right? So I was going, so this is what we're doing. Y'all are getting Hatsune Miku, right? Y'all are getting Hatsune Miku. And the sad part about it is, well, not really sad, but the part about it is, is that a lot of y'all are, are going to think this type of technology is new. Y'all going to think it's new, but it's not. I, I think I did talk about this 
whatever episode that was damn you know what i think i scrapped it i think i scrapped it like y'all can tell it's bugging me because i didn't broke out into this shit it's bugging me so do y'all remember the tupac hologram where a couple years ago handfuls of years ago they made the tupac hologram and he was like oh what's up coach i love and he did all that yeah like this is this is it's getting crazy out here this technology this type of technology and utilization of technology has already been out here when i say y'all getting hot soon mikud this is a character who actually makes music but she's virtual she's been out here since 2009 2010 and the reason why i want to bring her up is because i saw a clip on youtube saw something trending on you i'm not youtube on twitter i'm sorry i saw something trending on twitter and i'm watching it and i was like oh my god i was like this is it's really happening like the future is now bro run the clip on, on the visuals listen if you if you're listening to audio and audio only you need to subscribe to the hideout tv page you need to subscribe to the youtube page and or you need to subscribe to the rumble page whatever the case and that way you can see this stuff i'm, I'm playing the, uh, what's about to happen is i'm playing the clip of um i'm playing the clip of hatsune miku or not hatsune miku but of like this virtual star i forgot her name but uh she's like a virtual like hip not hip-hop she's like a virtual pop star like she's she's a musician but she's virtual run the clip music on this pop star recently headlined a music festival but she doesn't actually exist not in the real world anyway for now at least my name is polar and i'm a metaverse born singer dancer and influencer polar digital character polar has 1.6 million followers on tiktok and her youtube channel has over 500,000 subscribers she took off in the virtual scene in 2021 when she performed her debut single close to you in the video game avakin life since i can remember i've always wanted to make music and perform i have dreamt about meeting new people from all over the world whilst performing on the big stage the solar sounds festival is awesome it's a place where i can literally sing dance and be with my fans on the same side of the screen the metaverse superstar is the work of digital media company the soul publishing Vice President of Platform Partnerships, Victor Petrell, says the company's goal is to keep pushing the boundaries of merging digital and real-world spaces. We are very always looking at different possibilities. So, you know, in London, uh, recently ABBA uh, did a series of concerts where there were a hologram on stage. And uh, we think that that's totally possible to bring also Polar to the real world uh, in this way. You know, when we see how people interact with Polar, uh, and, and discuss with her and discover her personality and songs that, uh, you know, I think it will be more, much more fluid in terms of the virtual artist and the real artist. And maybe you will not always know <laughs> with virtual or if you're in front of the virtual artist or the real artist. So I think things are going to be, you know, a lot more fluid and it will be super interesting. And it's at the forefront of Polar's mind too. My dream is to perform with Ariana Grande. She's awesome. I want to perform a live show in a real venue in front of my real world fans. It may not be as far away as people think. So, right, I saw that and was like, holy shit. They really about to hot miku, y'all. Excuse the language for the sensitive ears. Y'all really about to get hot miku. Okay. And then guess what? Everybody in the threads was like, oh man. They really trying to re-rock Hatsune Miku. They really trying to do this. Uh, this is the mid version of Hatsune Miku. And guess what? Hatsune Miku been out here doing concerts and performances since 2009, 2010, and she's virtual. Run the clip. This 
depending on your morals, your values, your views, and how you see things, this may be the beginning of the end for you. <laughs> right? So let's go ahead and uh, continue on here, right? And let's get into this article. VTubers are making millions on YouTube and Twitch. And it says, even Tony the Tiger, the 70 year old serial mascot is now a virtual streamer. Bruh, listen to me. It is going down, <laughs> okay? It's going down. It's going down. It's going down, bruh. So let's get into it. It was the world's largest gathering of internet celebrities. As I was to meet Twitch streamer Cole Miko in a hotel lobby at VidCon, I spotted an Instagram famous Husky and fan favorite contestant from Netflix's The Circle and a controversial beauty blogger. But when a fashionable Korean American woman approached me, I realized I was half expecting to see a 3D hyper-realistic animation in front of me rather than a real human. Maybe it was the near hallucinatory exhaustion from day three of a massive online video convention, but unlike so many of the social media stars in the echoing hotel entrance hall, VTubers like Cole Miko are sometimes unrecognizable in person. So this is what's going to start to happen. VTubers are becoming popular. So VTubers are people who don't have face cams or they're not using face cams. They're using virtual reality software, uh, virtual character creator software and technology in suits. So he's name dropping or whoever made this article is name dropping Cole Miko here. And if you know anything about Cole Miko, she kind of has the suit, you know, she has the suit. So this is the same suit. You know, she has like a motion cap suit. That's the word I'm looking for, a motion cap. She kind of has like a motion cap suit which uh which mirrors and copies her movements onto her virtual character which is really dope in my opinion it's really dope hell i might give me one of them but um this is the type of thing that's going to happen as we go forward in life because you're getting hot sumikud as i'm calling it you're getting hot sumikud meaning more people dive and delve are born in the metaverse so to speak in the digital world and they turn it into digimon digital champions hey man y'all know how the theme song with digimon digital monsters digimon are the champions change into digital champions to save the digital world i'm just saying i'm just saying it's becoming reality more and more every day Hell, we dang near Pokemon trainers right now. We, we dang near real life Pokemon trainers right now all off of Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go is the closest thing to Pokemon being actually real. So uh, let's go ahead and continue. A movement originating in Japan, VTuber means virtual YouTuber, but the culture is also prevalent on other streaming sites like Twitch where Cole Miko has almost a million followers. To build their virtual their virtual personas, streamers use motion capture, like I told y'all, motion capture technology to embody a virtual avatar and weave a backstory and mythos around the character. <clears throat> Excuse me, I had to burp. So yeah, this is what's going to happen. People are going to be start becoming Hatsumiku-like or esque. They're going to become these virtual characters and essentially live their lives this way people are going to think these people are real or these characters are real and it's just all and 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 it's going to be whatever so where some people might say oh that's a detachment from reality others are going to be like well no this is normal because once this is prevalent and this is the world we live in now a person born at one certain point in time they grow up 20 years later they're going to be like what do you mean what do you mean uh whatever you know what i'm saying like what do you mean get a face camera what do you mean get a webcam uh what do you mean do x y and z i have an avatar my full body moves and then it's gonna be ready player one right where you're gonna be in a whole motion capture suit in the back of a fedex truck i'm just saying in a terrible economy at that because y'all so worried you know what let me keep going <laughs> So um, let me see if they got some other names. Oh, you know what? Right here. Look, look, look. VTuber avatars usually resemble anime characters since the genre first emerged in Japan. 
Fans disagree about who the first VTuber was. Some say the culture was sparked by Hatsune Miku, the avatar of a Vocaloid music production software who has opened for Lady Gaga, appeared on David Letterman, and performs live for stadium-sized audiences. Others credit Kazuna AI, a project of Japanese tech company Active8, Activate, who started her channel in 2016 and coined the term VTuber. Okay, yeah, no, 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 no. It's Hatsune Miku, bro. <laughs> it's Hatsune Miku. Like, see, this is stuff you know when you an otaku. I, I'm an otaku. I'm a, I'm an American version otaku. You will, I guess I can say that for optics and everything. But um, yeah, no, I'm an otaku for sure. I, I, I noticed. So like, we all know who Hatsune Miku is because Hatsune Miku look good. So that's just the truth about it. But uh, yeah, Hatsune Miku, Vocaloid music, she, all this stuff, and I just ran the clips. So now y'all see this, right? So within the last two to three months, they didn't put this Anna chick on YouTube. Let me go big screen. Let me make sure I'm big screen. Okay, I'm big screen now. She's on YouTube. So uh, let me see if I can pull this up. So if you on the audio version, you gonna, uh, you might be able to listen, depending on how this audio come out, depending on how things uh, turn out. But other than that, you gonna miss it. So definitely, like I said, tap into the, tap into the YouTube, tap into the, the hideout, tap into the, the Rumble page, tap into it. Got to tap into it. Let me see. Handicraft uh, and virtual human. Um. Well, we might be on YouTube now. Are oh, we not? Okay. Whew. I thought it switched over. I hit my. I hit my switch button um okay oh i think this is her page right here bruh she got more subscribers than me <laughs> oh hold up bro y'all gotta see this shit she got more subscribers than me look at this she got more subscribers than me and she got two videos oh i gotta go virtual i gotta turn into a virtual i gotta turn into a v star i gotta turn into a virtual star and use my son tracy's song this is the life of a pop star. I, I, I say hi to that bitch. She say bonjour. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Oh, man. What? What? She. I might just subscribe, bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I just might subscribe. Um. Wow. I wonder if it talk. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I wonder if it talk. I paused it. Let me get it right. You know what I'm saying? We 720p gang. I, I still need a better laptop. <laughs> help, help, you know what I'm saying? Donate. Um, all right, so we 720p gang. Hopefully y'all can see, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I am going to start it. I am going to start it. So let me mute my mic real quick. Or actually, no, let me just go ahead and play. Uh, press play. On the audio version, you might, you, you'll hear it, but I don't know if she's going to talk or not. So we're going to see. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> hey. Hey. I don't this is funny to me, man. Hey, look, 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 look. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Oh man. Hold up. Hold up. Let me go to the description. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Finally awake. I'm Anna. At last we meet. Look forward to sharing new stuff with you soon. Stick around, but don't forget to subscribe before you leave. With stars, fire, rainbow, sun, and another star emoji. I am done. She got an email. She got an Instagram. Hold up. We got to go to the comments. Want to see her as a playable PUBG character. And I bet she'll probably be in there cheating too. All right. We got a lot of Korean language. I, I'm not going to translate that right now. OMG, such a beautiful... Anna might be the best virtual character in the world. Oh my God, The Sims is coming out. Oh, shit. The Sims is coming out, man. That little pedal landed on. 
Like, bro, it looked mad real. I really thought it was a whole human at first. I'm not even going to lie to you. I thought that was a whole human at first. She didn't get that little cute ass thing. <laughs> like, like, bro, what? Oh, no. Hold up. All right, so she got another video. She got another video. Uh, so everybody on the audio version. Uh-oh, let me pause this. She has another video. It's about a couple seconds again. It's about 20 seconds, 18 seconds. Uh, I have no idea if we're going to get some uh, a voice or anything. So, um... You know, I don't I don't know what to expect. Description says first time on a bike won't be my last. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, make sure we, 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 we screened up. All right. We screened up hitting the play button. See, okay, in this one, she kind of looked fake. She, she, she looked fake. She looked fake, fake. Like she looked mad fake. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like half tempted to subscribe though. I have to see how this plays out. I have to see how this plays out. Cause I don't even know if I tapped in and touched on the, uh, on that, on the sentient Google AI. I don't know if I touched on that or not. Granted, let's say that's real, right? Let's just say all of this is real for the sake of conversation, right? So here we go. Theorycraft alert. Theorycraft. I'm gonna come up with a theorycraft sound and y'all gonna know. Oh shit, about to go off the rails. Um Yeah, bro. What if that Google AI meet up with her and they start having kids and they and they try to Vicky us like on uh iRobot? It's over, bro. <laughs> it's over. It's over, man. You better have a, a powered up character at this point. Hey, look, I'm already player one. I'm already player one. All right. So if we, if we, if this is about to turn into ready player one for real, I'm not too worried about the virtual world and all that. I'll be good. Hell, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm above average at video games. I might not be the God almighty in comparison to some people because of different skill sets or whatever, but I ain't no slouch. So understand something. Um, I'm going to be all right in that aspect. But when it came, when it comes to ready player one, I liked the movie, but I was more concerned about everything else outside of the initial plot. Right. Like there's a scene in the movie where the guy with the face tat is going to get food, but then he's going to get food from what looks like a lemonade stand. And I'm just like, bro, the economy can't be this effed up if y'all hopping into virtual wars, virtual worlds, and y'all hopping into Oasis. And then, and then what made it even crazier is if you really paid attention, the Oasis was how everybody had to had to uh, get money and eat and all that. Like, bro, do remember when he went to his aunt's house? Her boyfriend got mad at him because his gloves was quote unquote some pieces of shit. They was trash as hell. He ain't have his own gloves and he blamed dude's gloves for the reason why he lost the race. And then, it didn't, then the aunt got mad because, oh man, that was our rent money and you lost it on a motherfucking race type shit. Excuse the language for the sensitive ears. But that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, whole livelihoods is lived and dependent on this world. And I'm just like, bro, it's about to get crazy. So... I talked, I touched on, P on PlayStation Home before, a couple episodes ago. I touched on uh, PlayStation Home. PlayStation Home was essentially what I'm talking about, but you know, some Sims, like even the Sims is this shit, but PlayStation Home takes it up a notch. Sims is just, okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You could bunch the Sims in with RuneScape and World of Warcraft at this point. Like, dude. Mind y'all, crafting is the same company behind PUBG. So what you gotta understand is this metaverse, these virtual, these V stars, these VTubers, these they're making whole life virtual characters. Anna, you will never touch her in real life. She will only exist in the digital space. You know what you're gonna have to do? You're gonna have to become a DG digital monster, Digimon are the champions. DJ, but did you know monsters? Did you want other champions? Change into digital champions to save the digital world. That's what you're gonna have to do. You're gonna have to turn into a digital champion just to try and touch this bitch. <laughs> oh man, I'm some hell, bro. I know that's for sure. I know that's a fact. I am some hell for sure. So listen, man. Um, this is just. This is ridiculous, bro. 
I am astonished. I am blew away. But technology, they they just said, hey, we we full fledged balls deep into this. We we about to change the world, and this is what we do, and this is how it's gonna go. So um, let's go ahead and get back into more of Anna real quick because oh, you thought it was over, but wait, there's more. Picking up in the article now. As a virtual influencer, Anna has many hobbies, which include gaming, music, dancing, and fashion. In addition to these interests, her largest motivating motivating factor is spreading joy and happiness through music and entertainment. Anna is more than what meets the eye though, as she wields unexpected powers. Time out, time out. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? That's that shit I'm talking about. What, why does she wield unexpected powers? So you either dress this up to make the story in this creation in this virtual human, quote unquote, interesting and attract people to it or this motherfucker is becoming sentient let's just say quote unquote theory craft here let's just say and it is already a, a thing of its own right now it got unexpected powers because they only gonna deal with y'all i'm just saying i don't know continuing on in the article with the release of her initial photos curious viewers may have noticed a green crystal ring on her finger the ring itself allows her to teleport to different locations and interact with the world in various ways. In addition to never having to worry about traffic, Anna is also the owner of a quote unquote fizz bubble gun, which gives her the ability to raise the mood and feelings of everybody around her. Oh my God. Oh man. Mm -mm. All right, yeah, no, I ain't with that. I'm glad I ain't subscribed now. I'm glad I ain't subscribed now. I, I ain't with that. But it, but but they can teleport though off a of ring. You know what that sound like? Sound like Hooper slash Michael Jordan. Hey man, listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. I have a lot of theories. You know, one of these one of these days, I'm gonna drop an episode and it's gonna be called Theory Craft. And I'm gonna just go conspiracy out, theory craft out, and I'm gonna just in the whole episode is gonna be me doing nothing but making connections and points that y'all gonna be like yo this dude is cracked out like he is off his rocker he is not normal of course i'm not normal i am the god i am a god of course i'm not normal but i'm just saying y'all gonna really be like yeah he really crazy he, he cuckoo y'all gonna start cuckooing me y'all gonna i'm gonna watch i'm gonna see i'm gonna, after that episode i'm gonna drop i'm gonna see a comment and it's gonna say cuckoo and, and they, they're gonna put the actress on it and y'all gonna be like in dev the gamer voice cuckoo and i'm gonna hear it i'm gonna be like aha yep that's funny you know what i'm saying you know because them the type of fans the people i have so um yeah man this is crazy you know um when it's all said and done man this this virtual the virtual world you know what i'm saying it's something that a lot of us as young people teenagers even children have dreamed about I keep singing Digimon, so obviously that, you know, and we've had cartoons, TV shows that went into the future, portrayed and displayed certain things of the future, certain technologies of the future. And some some of these have come true in a sense or in a way, and some of these have not because the technology has or has not been created to allow such technology portrayed at a point in time to exist. So with that being said, you know, I'm gonna definitely keep my eye on this. I would say don't just, I would say be aware and keep your awareness and your consciousness at an all time high when it comes to this type of shit right here. Excuse my language for the sensitive ears because you don't wanna get sucked into something like this and then your livelihood is this. And you don't wanna get left out of this movement either because as of right now in the world, we're moving into a new age. We're moving into a new time to be alive in. And what's going to happen is technology is going to be at the forefront. Technology is going to be the thing where, you know, we're going to be, we, hell, I, I, I'm going to predict that at some point in the future, I may or may not be alive for this. I don't know at what point, but I know in the future, we probably won't even have credit cards anymore. We probably just going to be like, scan, scan, it paid. You already know, um, and, and you know this is true because why? 
they testing out Amazon stores without cashiers with like weight sensors or whatever in the floor. That way, if you go in, it'll just know how much food you got calculated based off how much you weigh with the food and the cart and everything. And then it'll just charge your account on the way out. So, so, I'm, so what I'm saying is not too far fetched. I, I'm, I will just say all, not even all those. What I am going to say and tell everybody is to position yourself accordingly. That way you can benefit and don't get blindsided by the advancements and the forward movement of life and what's going to come. Don't wait till the last minute. Don't wait till it's here and then you want to take part of it because then you'll be late. You'll end up being a consumer and a subscriber. So if you are a creator like me, don't wait. Definitely see how to get into this digital world and do what you can do. If you're a consumer and you just want to watch stuff, you just want to go to work and you know, eat McDonald's all day, that's cool and fine too. It's a lot simpler life. It's a lot easier life to help. Probably a lot more calmer than most. But understand, just don't get too sucked up in it. If you're going to be in it, be in it. Just don't get too sucked up in it to where you end up like dude's auntie and her boyfriend eventually blew the hell up. Meaning dead. Because in the Ready Player One movie, he, he wasn't about to give dude the sauce or wasn't about to help him out. So he, he killed his aunt. Yeah, when you really start breaking down Ready Player One, we can have that conversation because that that shit was fucked up. Excuse my language for the sensitive ears, but that movie was fucked up. <laughs> it's, it's messed up on the low. But that's gonna do it for this episode of the Gamers Den. If you made it this far, I appreciate you tapping in. We back. Yes, gonna be back with consistent episodes. Like I said, I'm gonna try and get some things working and going in motion. So expect more audio episodes to be uploaded i'm gonna start translating these put them in the uh, audio format so in real time for everybody listening from here on out on audio be sure to subscribe on youtube youtube.com slash dev the gamer hideout is dev the gamer rumble is dev the gamer you can watch the visual and get the visual experience the visual experience brings everything together and that's what and that's how you're gonna get the full message in the, in the full energy to fool everything. And with that being said, I'm going to catch y'all next time. Gone.